way better roll. Way <laughs> like, love it. I'm like, <laughs> ready? Okay. This is Haley. And this is Bailey. You're listening to Unleashed. Social media has become such a big part of everybody's life, especially for people like us that are full-time content creators and we spend most of our day on social media. And today we're going to dive into loving yourself on and off social media. I think that's so great. It's so important to be able to accept yourself whether you're on social media or off because like you said it's such a huge part of our life it really plays a huge impact whether you realize it or not and even subconsciously I've seen social media impact us every day especially because we're content creators I'm really happy we decided to do this topic and what really made us come up with this idea was Valentine's Day because there's so much pressure behind holidays and especially with social media I feel like it puts this extra pressure on those holidays and certain things that you need to do to make it so you fit in or you're doing the right thing or you're loved even though really those things don't and shouldn't matter holidays just kind of naturally bring so much unnecessary pressure to people and I think that's because of social media we see what people are doing we see what they might be getting as gifts or what they might be doing is something fun or they have a significant other and I mean valentine's day is a huge holiday and people think that it's all about romance and asking each other to be valentines and I don't necessarily believe that that's what valentine's day is just about I truly believe it comes down to your I mean I guess it really just depends on how you celebrate but for me like I don't think it's just about romance I think it's about loving yourself loving friends family and if you have a significant other too but I mean it's there's so much more to it than romance I totally agree. I feel like what you said about comparison is so true. There's so much comparison on social media. And something that I actually really learned from being a content creator because you're on the other side of it, you're creating the content, is it really showed me that what you're seeing on social media isn't everything. You're not seeing every part of somebody's life. And I think that really helped me realize that I shouldn't be comparing to other people on social media. Yeah, you can get inspired and you can get fun ideas. And there's so many pros to social media. But I really tried to step back and realize also that that's just not reality. Because when you're having a hard day, you're not always setting up your camera to record. Or if you know you got an ama- you had an amazing Valentine's Day, you might be recording the perfect parts. But there can be hard parts to it too. And I think that's something to remember when looking at social media is that a lot of times you're not seeing every single part of somebody's day and to make sure you're loving yourself. And I think it's really hard not to compare. And I love that our podcast has really given us that opportunity to be vulnerable and show that everything isn't perfect and open up about topics like this. And it even pushed me yesterday. I was having a hard day with Hudson and I took a picture and I was going to write how I was having a hard day, but instead I made it a light moment because I was just really having a hard time. But then today, instead of just letting it go, I jumped on my stories and I was able to open up and talk about how I was having a hard day and was able to show that not everything is always perfect. But I really feel like our podcast has given us that opportunity to be more vulnerable and be more open with our followers and our audience because it's really not always easy to record those hard moments. Oh, totally. I mean, I remember I posted on, I think, a reel and I was crying in it. I accidentally, I was go. I don't remember what I was doing, but I someone sent me a really sad video 
And I was crying. And I actually took a picture. And it was a live picture. So it's like when you hold it down, it like tells you like it was like a mini video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's horrible. And it's like not cute. And so I was like, going to delete it. But then I was like, hold it. This is like a raw, vulnerable moment that I could totally use to show the like hard side of social media. And that's what you did. You were able to open up with Hudson about those raw, vulnerable moments that are difficult because social media makes us feel like we have this perfect aesthetic life and that, you know, we're traveling or we have these great friendships or we have, you know, all these things lined up. But in reality, that's like social why would people want to post about their problems when they go to social media? I think to escape them. And it's almost like a movie. We go to the movies to escape our problems and to live in a different world. And I think that's sometimes why people have a hard time with not happy endings because sometimes life isn't always happy. And we look to these moments for social media, but then it turns toxic, I think, because then it turns into a way of like being happy and seeing the social media life, we wish that was our life. And it's like, you got to remember, they're doing the same thing. They don't share always their struggles. And I don't think that there's a balance to it. I think some people do share all their struggles on social media and some people don't, but it really comes down to what are your goals and intentions behind that? And where are you in life? Are you able to handle that and not take it personally if someone's, you know, has a good life and maybe you're not feeling confident about that. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's really being able, and we've talked about this, but stepping back and working on yourself and being confident in yourself is huge for that. And when you're on social media all the time and maybe you're not, you know, doing content creation, you're just on social media for fun and you're following people and you're seeing all these really positive sides, but you're also not seeing all the behind the scenes that go into it and what it really looks like. And, you know, those vlogs that I feel like when I started doing vlogs, it was like, oh my gosh, these are so fun to watch or perfect. And then you record them and it's fun, but you're trying to remember to like pick up your coffee pot and put your coffee pot in. And the recording process is very different than what it actually looks like. And the process of making coffee is just like crap. Creamer, wait, <laughs> coffee pot. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I got to record it all. I said, it can be overwhelming for sure. And I think that actually really helped me just realizing that, you know, all those things that you're seeing is not always how it is. And I think there's two very different sides to it. And if you're doing content creation, you're, you know, always trying to grow and you're trying to get out there and you're trying to make these videos that get traction. And then there's that pressure for that. And then there's people that are just watching it and enjoying watching it. And they're not thinking of that side of it. So I think there's two very different sides on how you consume content. I think that's so true. I love how you say that. It's a, it's not just black and white. And it's definitely finding that balance of making sure that once, if you find yourself comparing yourself on social media, taking a step back. And I think one thing that's huge we've talked about is maybe muting those accounts that maybe you have any ill feelings towards them, but maybe it's because you're knocking yourself down all the time and you're constantly comparing yourself to them because they do have a great life. Not maybe because they're like toxic or like you just don't like their content or something like that or like what they're posting. But like if they're constantly making you feel like you're not good enough because they're doing like really great stuff and you're happy for them and maybe muting them isn't like necessarily a bad thing for a little bit until you can figure out what's inside of you that can maybe not feel as insecure about that. So that way you're not putting those feelings on other people. And I mean, we've talked about this because I actually muted Bailey for a little while. 
<laughs> Fun story. My best friend, I actually viewed it on Instagram for a while. I remember when we were sitting, we had just started hanging out and you're like, okay, I have to be honest with you about something. I was like, what is she about to say? And she's like, I definitely muted you for a while. And I was like, what? And she's like, it was nothing you did. <laughs> yeah, I felt like, I don't know. I, I can't remember what we were talking. I think we were talking about something similar to this. And I was so like in a weird spot that I found myself constantly being like, oh, that's so good. Or, oh man, I should have thought of something like that. Or, oh my gosh, she just has so many followers. Oh my gosh, she's doing so good. And like, it was just getting that point where I was getting in my head and it wasn't good for me because I just like was, I was, I had no bad feelings towards you. I never thought anything of that. It was all about me. Like I had, I was not confident in where I was. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to mute her for a little while. And I found that once I was able to really figure out where that insecurity was coming from, I was able to work through that, and then I was able to <laughs> unmute you. <laughs> Don't worry, you're you're unmuted now, Bailey. I think that that there's nothing wrong with that, and that goes to show that even if you are friends, that's okay because you have to take care of yourself at the end of the day. And if you're constantly comparing yourself to someone who you might be close with, I mean, we weren't that close. We were talking occasionally at that point, but we weren't like what we are now. And it was definitely a weird time, but I think it's there's nothing wrong with muting people. I love that you were just open about that because it's not easy to be open about that. When you told me, I remember being like, oh, did I do something? You were like, no, no. And I really did understand where you were coming from because it is really hard being a content creator and seeing all these different ideas and somebody, you know, maybe getting some traction. And then you're like, what? Like, I'm trying so hard, but it's just not happening right now. And I think you have to, you know, the more you do it and the more you're in the social media world, you learn like, okay, maybe I'll mute that person for a little or, you know, it's that person's time. And, you know, my time's going to come down the road or, you know, it's just finding that balance. But if it helps you to be able to step back, it, it can help so much. And I think that's really a great little trick because I think when you're, being hard on yourself and you're looking at that person's page every day, it ends up just bringing you down and down and down and down. And you're not able to then lift yourself up and get to that next, take that next step to, you know, keep moving forward. If you're able just to step back, then you can work on yourself. And when you're ready, like you said, you can unmute them. And I think that comes to our side of work where we're creating content, maybe comparing to other people that are also creating content, but then to just life where let's say, you know, we just talked about friendships and maybe you have a friendship that kind of like, fell out and you are no longer that close. I think something I always hear people say is, oh, I check their page every day. That does not help you get over them and be able to take that next step forward. So if it's muting them for a little while, you don't need to, you know, I've, I've always been like, I don't need to unfollow them. I feel like that's dramatic for me. I feel like it just draws attention to the situation. I'd rather just mute them right now. And I'm going to take a step back. They don't know they're muted. They don't know that I'm having a hard time, but I'm going to take my step back until I'm ready because I don't feel like I need to go look. And another thing, if you mute somebody, being really good at working on not going and searching their name every day and looking at their stuff because that doesn't help the situation. Yeah, that's kind of counter defeats muting them. (laughs) Yeah. I get that. It's so hard because, I mean, especially when you're not when you don't hold those like ill feelings like it's one thing if you're like kind of upset but there was a falling out then I I mean that can be a little harder but like when you're when you want to see their stuff because they are being successful but you find that it's dragging you down because you're being negative towards yourself on it that's really hard because it's like I still want to like support them and still be their friend or like whatever because I mean believe it or not these videos we create the the stuff people put out there I mean, whether you're a content creator or not, it's someone's life. It's something they're taking the time 
to post about. And obviously it reflects a lot on them and their situation, whether it's something that's happening or not. Like people say like, oh, like there's setups in LA where you can go and make it look like you're flying in a private jet, but you're not. And it's like, really? they, they, yeah, they have like full on Instagram places to make you look like you're doing something, but you're not. And it, it's to look a certain way. And I think that's a, a whole different topic in itself right there. But you have to remember that when you're kind of critiquing someone or judging someone else's stuff, you have to remember what part are you looking at that is that you're judging off of? Is it something like, oh, I wish I had that bag or, oh, I wish I could go on that trip? Is it because you like you want to go on that trip? Is it because you can't get that bag and you want that bag? I don't know. Like there's always something taking it and turning it and being like, hey, what is causing me to feel that way? And how can I fix that? Because I'll tell you right now, I see so many influencers on social media posting these things. I'm like, I want that. I want that. And then I'm like, but what does that change? Okay, so I have these pairs of shoes. I have this bag. But what does that change? Because at the end of the day, I'm still the same person. I'm not any happier or any less happy. And I mean, yeah, it's cute. It can make me feel confident. But I don't feel like that's where authentic confidence comes from is from materialistic items. Social media can be really hard, but there's so many amazing things that can come from it. And that's something we really want to talk about in today's podcast are those pros that can come from social media and all the things that we've really learned from social media and how we've grown as people because of it. And I think that's something we really bonded over and we were able to connect on because we were able to be open about those challenges that we had on social media, but also learned how to push each other to see the positive in those hard times. And I think that's something when you are having a hard time on social media is stepping back and feeling those emotions. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to have a hard time, but stepping back and really seeing the other side of it and seeing how it can be a positive situation. It's true. Social media can be such a huge resource in our life, whether you're creating content or just every day. It can form communities. You can find, you know, friendships. You can use it to share information, education. I mean, even new products, businesses can take off because of social media. Without it, I mean, there are, it's a total pros and cons situation in finding that balance. And I love that social media has such a big impact on us specifically because. We wouldn't have met without social media. And I think that we've really been able to bond over the fact that we've been experiencing similar you know, struggles, but also being able to be open and honest with each other about it. Because I think in social media, there's a lot of secrecy and there's a lot of, I don't know, people don't disclose things as much as you know they should. And they don't have to, but they don't, they leave parts out and with me and you, like there was a day I remember you were posting something. I can't remember specifically what it was, but then I was like, oh, that was something I did today. And we were texting. And so, I mean, you can't really read tone. And you're like, oh my gosh, you did? Like, I swear I'm not copying you. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Oh my gosh. I was like, so I'm just going to call her. <laughs> so I called you and I was like, no, no, like, I don't care. Like, you're good. Like, I didn't think you were copying me. I was just like, Oh, like what I did today, like something similar. And as I took a step back, I'm like, oh, I could see how she thought that, like I, the way I kind of asked the question. And I don't like that we've also been like kind of created to have these mindsets of, oh, you're copying me. But no, like we're here to boost each other up. And that's what we want to share with everybody is we're here to make you feel successful and be that, you know, go team, be that hurrah in your life and make you feel like you're doing a good job. And that's why even if you do have same ideas, I think that's great. You know, I used to hate 
people copying me. And sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I still do. <laughs> like I love being original, but at the same time, my mom always said, and this drove me nuts, <laughs> but it was copying is like the highest form of flattery. And oh man, if she's listening to this, I am gonna really get a spoonful of that later. She's gonna be like, I told you so. <laughs> But my mom it, always it, said that growing up. It's it's like a thing. It is a thing. And uh, I don't like how do these words taste coming out of my mouth? Not good. <laughs> but it's true. And I have to figure out what's inside of me. Like, what does it change if someone's using your idea? And I think for me, it's that the credit isn't given. And that's what is big to me is that just making sure knowing that that was her idea or whatever. But I know that in life, you're not always going to get the credit you deserve and you have to be okay with that. And that's where it's really coming down to. And I love that we're able to talk to each other about these things because sometimes, you know, it can be scary, but, you know, bouncing ideas off each other is great because it's only going to make both of us successful in the end. I agree. And I think something we really do is we'll be like, hey, I have this idea. And you're like, oh, I was kind of thinking of that too. Or, you know, how can we do it different? And we're always like, you really inspired me to do this. But how I inspire you or how I'm doing something, you're going to turn into something completely different because you are creative in a different way than I am creative. And I think that's what's so cool. And I really think that is a lot, you know, from social media. When vlogs started going big on social media, a lot of people started doing vlogs. But, you know, I'm sure a few people started doing those at first and then they kind of took off or, you know, the trending dances or, you know, it gets a lot more specific, but those are just like generic things. But I think it pushes people to try things. And then from there, you grow and you do it in your own direction. And they really change into something completely different and I I love that you say that everyone has their own flair like we've always talked about I think we mentioned it almost in every podcast just because it's so true and we really want people to take that away is that nobody is you and what's really interesting too is that you were able to really teach me about how much I overthought something like social media is really interesting in the ways of how it expands your brain and it teaches you from different perspectives. And I love that because I'm very much a person who is open to different perspectives. And I and people talk about so many different things and I'm very open-minded about that. I don't ever shut anyone down just because they have a different open or a different perspective. And but it also kind of led into that fact of with everyone having so many different point of views that I was overthinking everything. Like these smallest things, like little details that I didn't realize were inhibiting me from growing because I was scared that wasn't right or that wasn't going to be PC or, you know, those things I just didn't want to ever upset anyone just because I didn't think about it in the moment. And so I was like, oh gosh. So, I, and you do have to be careful about that stuff, especially with social media. But you taught me that you have to be able to be you and you have to find that balance. And it teaches you balance on social media and then you learn to find that balance in your life. And it's just kind of that ripple effect that when you find that balance on social media, you realize, oh, well, then I can do this and then I can do that. I think it's so great how we're able to inspire each other like that. And I think talking about it and talking about the different things we're trying really help us realize how we can maybe do things differently or, you know, drop some things that we're really obsessing over or, you know, I'm having a hard day with this. Let me call Haley and ask her what she thinks or just vent to her and say, I'm having a hard time. And you being like, I get it. I've been there but like we can get through this or, you know, just like having a moment, but being able to understand each other in that way. And I think something we actually really talked about on like the social media content creation side was like when you said you muted me and I was getting a lot of traction. I think sometimes it can be hard when you see somebody that's getting like a lot of traction at once. But something we talked about recently, I was saying is you'll see that happen, but 
most people aren't getting that forever. It's not like they're always going up. Maybe that was their moment. And I think that's something to step back and really like look at your content. It's a trend. Like, yeah. Maybe something took off for a little bit of time or maybe it was just the right time you were doing the right kind of content. And I think that's something, you know, to really step back and look at. And even when, you know, maybe you've had a really good few months and then you're having a really hard few months. And I think being able to step back and grow from it, grow from it instead of just being hard on yourself and being like, I'm doing everything wrong. And I think that's something I've really learned to do is being able to step back and work on myself and even improve my content because in those moments I realize, you know what, I'm going to step it up. I'm going to do something different. And with that, like you said earlier, we're putting our life out there. Like we are sharing a lot about our life and that can feel very vulnerable sometimes. And then it can be hard and you're overthinking everything because you're like, am I sharing too much or am I sharing something somebody's not going to like? But I think really what you're trying to do on social media is share who you are and connect with the people that get you for who you are. And I think when you can really realize being yourself on social media is really what you should be doing to attract the right people because that's who you want, you really start to grow as a person because I feel like I've become so much more confident in, you know, doing this podcast and being able to talk like this or stepping back and sharing things that are hard you know, that took a lot of time for me to get to that point. But I'm like, now that I'm here, I feel like I'm such a different person off of social media. Like I am confident in different situations. I am confident in talking about my job and, you know, just little things I have seen from those hard things on social media come into my life when I'm not on social media. Well, that makes sense. And I love that how you are able to utilize, you know, what's something that you're confident in and finding that balance with it all. It definitely comes with time, I think, too, because it's not something that it's just like a one and done. I think it takes a lot of humbling to really be in the industry we're in and a lot of thick skin because if you don't, you're going to just, oh, it's just, it's so hard. And I remember in the beginning, like, I was just like, I can't handle this. This is a lot. And then there's like this like change where you like want to try something new and you're like, okay, you know what? This is going to happen regardless and I have to accept it for what it is or I, I, it's just like, or you have to move on. Like you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And you were able to really experiment when things weren't going the way you wanted them to. And you said, you know, you were, like you said, you were thriving and then that's not forever and other accounts were thriving and you know, they, and then it just stops. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we both seen that. It just like, and then it's like, what? You put all this hard work into it. And then it's just like, what? But then you remember, okay, you know what? I'm not, uh, I'm not like for me, I'm not growing as fast as I want. But that's okay because now I can step back and make these meaningful connections with the audience that does that has shown up for me. They're here and they care about us and they want to see us. And that's where it comes down to is making those meaningful relationships and that community that builds trust is so important because at the end of the day, if you don't have trust, then you don't have anything. Definitely. And I think something that really pushes me on those days that are hard, I always say to myself, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And that pushes me because I don't want it to be easy. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to be challenged. I'm here to push myself to grow and become a better person. Because if it was easy, would I be growing? Probably not. I'd probably be like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And you know, this is working. But when it's hard, and you have those challenging months or weeks or whatever it is, you're able to step back 
and work on yourself. And then you become a better person and a better version of yourself because of these things you've been put through. And I think that's really important is being able to push through those hard times and learn from those hard times. And that's something I really try to do is I step back and I look at the hard moments and I'm like, how can I grow from this? Because it's going to help me become a better person. And that's really what I want to do. And how can I challenge myself from this? So that it can help me in the future because I'm becoming so much more confident because of the different things I'm trying and the different connections I'm making. So can I ask a question? What have you seen in your life anything specific with how you've kind of taken on social media and how it's helped you in your life off of social media? I've changed so much since I started social media full time because I have taken the time to really learn myself and I feel like in situations where I'm in groups and being able to talk and be outgoing and not so shy I feel like I've really grown in that area because I'm now talking to my phone all the time or making funny videos or putting myself in hard situations or doing a podcast or going live just all these different things that you know might sound easy until you do them and you realize you're really pushing yourself especially coming from me who I was really shy growing up and because I was able to put myself out there I feel like I was able to just grow in so many different ways and now I see myself pushing through hard times and learning myself in even more ways and being confident in not being perfect and that's one thing that I really struggled with growing up is I always felt like I had to be perfect and I feel like doing everything with social media I've learned that I don't want to always be perfect because that's not life and I want to show and share with like my followers and my audience and my friends that I'm not always perfect and how can I like share my experiences so it can help you you're able to really be real and vulnerable with yourself and you know with your audience but I think it's super important too you said you felt like you had this constant like push to be perfect and I feel like that's almost like a I think everybody deals with that on some level and it's always a little bit personal for everyone. Everyone has some sort of flair to it on what they define as perfectionism, whether it's in their job, relationships or anything. And I really think that's just because times are evolving so fast that we can't keep up. Technology is growing so fast. I mean, there's always something new. There's always something coming out, whether if it's a new restaurant, a new item, a new iPhone, a, a something. There's always something new. And it's just like, I feel like I'm almost hyperventilating when I kind of think about it. It's like, ah, it's like, no wonder we all have anxiety about all this stuff because we're constantly like having to go with this world that's changing so much. And when you are able to stop and realize, okay, not everything has to be perfect. I don't have to have everything in line. I just have to embrace it for what it is. You're saving yourself so much time and I think worry because you're able to just take a step back and be yourself and um, embrace the situation for what it is. And I love that you're able to kind of do some self-reflecting on that and realize that you're a confident person and you're outgoing and you're able to find that from being on social media. Definitely. I feel like we've both really tried to bring that into our social media pages too, is showing, you know, this positive light side with our dogs that can really make somebody's day and brighten somebody's day, but also share maybe things that we struggle with so we can help others and show that, you know, we have similar experiences or maybe have gone through something like that. And I think something I've been even trying to bring into my page more recently is how I had anxiety going and doing things alone, but I'm really pushing myself to try that and sharing that with my followers and getting so many messages from different people saying, oh, I've struggled with this too. Like what's helped you and just sharing different things that have helped me or, you know, going through Hudson's spinal surgery and sharing that with my followers and being able to help others through a hard situation. And I feel like, you know, you've even done that with 
flying and how you had a hard time and how that has created the life you have today with Olive. And I think that's what's really cool is and so positive about social media is being able to impact people in a positive way. And that makes me so happy to be able to do that also. Absolutely. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, all of the traveliers and travel account and I teach people how to fly with their dog and just dog mom lifestyle. You would never know I had a massive fear of flying, but I only recently opened up about that because I didn't think it was necessary to know. I did want to make people's fears even bigger by sharing something that I had too. But then I realized there's a way you approach it and it's about the perspective of it. You can say, like, I even had a hard time talking about it recently. Like, are you scared of flying? Like, I'm like, okay, well then you talk about all the reasons why you're scared of flying. Yes. But then I want to get to the core of that and figuring out, okay, let's have figure out how we can figure out what those fears are stemming back to. Is it logic? Is it emotion? Is it experience? Like, what is it? And those things I realized people want to know more about because that is where community comes from is sharing those vulnerabilities you shared it with hudson spinal surgery like you said and you probably don't even realize that people were affecting because they don't even probably say anything but like think about the people who do reach out but then you all think about the thousands behind that that don't it's like people only go online to leave bad reviews but you don't hear about necessarily all of the good reviews. Yeah, there are a few, but like you don't hear about them all. And so it's like there are people we're silently impacting. And even for all of our listeners too, there are people you impact every day and you don't even realize it. And it can be for the good and it can be for the bad, but it's about how you approach the situation. And that's what we're here to be. We want to be that person that is a light in the life and whether it's on social media or off. And I love being able to do that. I feel like something I always do is I'm always trying to be really positive and so are you and I'm always smiling and I always get that comment of you're so positive and you're always smiling and, you know, I am and I love that side, but, you know, also showing, like I said yesterday, I had a hard time, but I love being able to bring that positive side to social media so people can come to my page and feel happy and feel positive because, you know, maybe it's going to help that person push themselves that day. And maybe it's going to, you know, make somebody just smile that day. And I think that's something that's so great about social media is being able to share the really positive things, but also that not everything is perfect. And I'd love to know what is one thing you feel like you've really learned from social media to like love yourself on and off of social media? I've recently discovered what it is that triggered me on social media and what it was that didn't and what made me find my spot in social media. And this is so silly, but it was, I found that I was getting anxiety and like my stomach would start hurting anytime I would be scrolling on someone's feed or Instagram looking for things to buy. And it sounds weird. Okay. But I was, cause I've always felt insecure about how I dress. I, it's cause I was made fun of for it constantly I've had people who just said I dressed like a juvenile and I just never was able to feel confident in that. So I always turned to social media for fashion advice. And I found that there was a point where it was uplifting me. And then there was a point where it was driving me to the point where I was like, okay, if I don't have this, I'm going to look bad. Like it was like, it, it went to the complete opposite end. And it was a few days ago where I was like, I was just scrolling. I wasn't like searching for anything. I was just scrolling. And I was like, oh my gosh, like my stomach was hurting, but it wasn't. It wasn't like I was sick or anything. It was like, I don't feel good right now. And I think it's because I had, I was subconsciously thinking, oh man, I don't dress like that or I don't look that cute or oh, I need that sweater or that. It was just, I, and I didn't realize I was doing it until I stopped and called myself out on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like 
Haley, <laughs> stop. You have amazing style. And I have to go into it understanding I am like, I have to take a step back and I'm not perfect. And like, I do have days that I constantly am learning every day that I'm not always confident. I'm not. And that's just hard to accept sometimes because when we're on social media, we appear confident. And you know what? It takes a lot for people just to show up on stories or to show their face or to be in a reel. And that's hard. And I get it because I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it, but it's some, it's, I think for me, the huge part of what has made me confident is realizing what tears my confidence down. And it's that constant searching and making myself feel insecure about what I have going on in my current situation. I think that's super interesting that you said that because I think when you're constantly taking pictures of yourself and you're constantly taking videos and you're constantly know you're putting it out there to, you know, inspire other people or, you know, make a fun reel, whatever the reason for the reel or the story or the post is, but to not look at every photo and tear yourself apart. And that's something I even had to learn. I'm really confident in myself and I really try to be confident in myself. But then I have those days where maybe I'm not feeling my best and I take a video and I find myself hyper-focusing on parts of me that I know I'm a little self-conscious about, but I'm pretty good at just putting behind me and being like, nope, I'm working on that. Or no, I, I love that part of me. And, you know, I think those hard days, it's hard to not look at that stuff, but being able to step back and looking at the video and being like, wow, this video really is great. Maybe there are those parts that you're insecure about, but how can I love myself for that? Even if it's something I'm not 100% confident in. And I think that's something we push ourselves to do every day when we're taking photos all the time and you're trying to get the right angle and not every angle is the best. And it's being able to step back and find the things you love in those photos. Absolutely. When you said not every picture has the right angle or taking pictures together. That's huge because there's one thing I've really realized with social media is that you have to take a step back and not care about people's opinions. And I noticed when we were planning the podcast, we were talking about tools and resources we use for ourselves to gain confidence on and off social media. And one of the same things we wrote down was we have to stop caring about other people's opinions. And it's so hard because even strangers' opinions can affect us so much. But in, at the end of the day, those opinions don't matter to – if those people – if you wouldn't think about them in five minutes, then it, you should try to just brush it off. That's how I am kind of with creating content in an airport. Oh, it's so hard because <laughs> people are staring at me so much and I'm like, oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> But it's just like, oh, they're not going to, like, I'm going to be on Influencers in the Wild. I'm just going to accept that right now <laughs> and just realize that this is me and I'm doing this for my job. I'm doing this because I need to be better. I have something to show and I'm going to show it, darn it. And not everybody feels that way. And that's fine. It's, but it's about making sure that if you're wanting to do something and finding that comfort zone, but also still pushing yourself. Like you said, you're pushing yourself to try new things and do it by yourself. And I love that we both had that similarity of trying to not really focus on what other people's opinions are. I love how you're talking about it doesn't matter what other people think. And I think that's so important to learn when you're taking content all the time and you're taking photos, but also having those people in your life that truly support you is also really important. And that's something I've learned from Evan and my parents and you, you guys really, really support me and my other friends and my family. And, you know, my extended family reaching out and 
watching my stories or even those friends, like those people don't go unnoticed. The people that watch my stories and, you know, they're friends and they encourage me and they respond to it. And all those people saying positive things and pushing you on the hard days and really making you confident in what you're doing is so important and making sure you find those people that are bringing you up because you can have people in your life that tear you down, but those are not the people you want in your life. You want the people that are going to push you to be a better version of yourself every day. And that's what I think can really make you more confident. It's not that we have to rely on other people to bring us that confidence, but it can help you on those days that you're having a little bit of a harder time. I love how we are able to really bond over these little things of finding people who support us because sometimes I feel like even people in my like own little bubble don't quite understand what I'm doing like as a social media person but even like I just feel like I never was doing good enough like my job was never good enough and I think as I stand back to realizing what that kind of came down to they were always supportive of me and I think that I had more about my own insecurities And I think that if someone isn't supporting you or comparing you on social media or whatever it is, it kind of comes down to that's something they might be insecure about. We were just talking about this. And it's just really important to be able to know that we have to be careful not putting our own insecurities and judgments on other people because that's kind of what it stems back to when it comes to how we look at other people. We see things that maybe not the best in them, but maybe that's something we feel that we're insecure about of our own. And that's something I've really noticed with myself. If I'm like looking at someone or something or judging someone off of something I see, I look back and I I do actually self-reflect and be like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold it. That's something I'm insecure about. That's not their problem. That's my problem. And I think that's, I wish more people did that because at the end of the day, then I think we would be able to grow more and see a lot more vulnerability and more community and people getting along more because I think we'd have a little bit more empathy for them. It's really hard, I think, to empathize with someone when we're stuck in our ways. And when we are on social media, you have to really be a, a team player. I, I mean, you don't have to be, but it's it's a lot easier because you don't feel like there's something holding you back. And one thing I've really noticed is that when I see like a creator or a small business launch a new product or have an ad with a company, one of the things I really try to do is support them on that, like liking their posts or sharing that new product because it takes so much work behind the scenes of that. And you don't realize that until you're in it. And some people will never understand what it is, what goes behind a post on Instagram. That's okay. And that's our job. Our job is to not necessarily, it's to make it easy. So we don't have, so they don't have to do that. So we teach them. But at the same time, at the end of the day, as a creator to a creator or a small business to a small business, you know what it takes behind the scenes. They are searching months and years for products before they launch. And to like a post is something that is so small, but so supportive. It goes a long way. And I know that people say numbers don't count for everything. But it's those little things you can do to really help each other and to really boost each other up. And when you look at it from a non-creator standpoint, it's life's just scrolling. Like I'll see Bryce scrolling and scrolling on Instagram. And I tell him all the time, like, stop. Like you need to stop and like like their stuff. And like he's like, I can't. I don't have time to like every single thing I see. And I was like, I get that. I get that. And that's why I think it's really cool that you can create these small communities that we are building. Do you feel like there's more than one like way to 
support someone, whether they're a creator or not, on social media. Definitely. I think there's so many different ways you can support somebody. And I think no matter what area of life you're in or what job you're in, I think see stepping back and seeing how you can support them is really important. And I think it's not always as big as it might seem. Like it can be little things. Like if I, like I was saying earlier, if I just notice somebody I know following me and watching my stories and I know they're not the biggest dog person, that is so such a great feeling because I'm like I know they're watching it because it's me and they're supporting me and I know they're like liking this because it's me and they're trying to be there and be supportive of me and those things can be really such a great feeling something you're kind of talking about a second ago was you were saying that you know people were there for you but you always thought you weren't good enough but really you realized that you had to work on yourself and I think that's something I really want to talk about because I think it's really important even if you have those people there that are there for you and they're lifting you up those people are not going to make you do those amazing things you need to be confident in yourself and you need to be there for yourself so then those people can support you without you relying just on their support their support helps but that it doesn't make everything one thing I've noticed with social media is the things we follow and the things we see and the things we put into our mind really reflect our internal appearance of ourselves, if that makes sense, our internal and external appearance. Because like I told Bryce, like no politics in the bed. Like when we're in our bedroom, like, like that is, I don't want politics because that is such a stressful situation, not just for me, but I don't want that in our environment before we're going to sleep when we're waking up like no like I don't even if it's the news it doesn't have to be politics it can be anything like that and it's just like not a good environment for me because then it starts my day off so ugh, like I just like I get all keyed up and wound up like hearing about all these negative stories on the news it's just hard for me and I don't like starting my day that way but also when I was I mean my social media on my personal account is like so different from what I see on my All of the Travelier. And I love going on my All of the Travelier one because it's uplifting. I see people, you know, sharing fun things and stories and cute dogs, and it's just fun. And for a long time, my personal account was not that way. It was so hard. It was dark. And I think my Facebook was that way. And it was really affecting my mental capacity because I wasn't feeling the happiest every day. So I had to step back from those. And I mean, do you notice on social media how you feel like what goes into your feed affects you personally? A hundred percent. And I think that's a really good point is make sure you're following people that you love and bring you up. It's just like you would surround yourself with people that make you a better person and bring you up. Following people that make you feel positive, that make you happy, that make you smile and that inspire you, whatever that might be. If it's inspire you in your day, inspire you in work, inspire you to go make new friends, whatever it is that they're inspiring you and bringing positivity to your life. I found if I'm ever scrolling and I somehow put a weird algorithm on my phone and it's all this stuff that's really hard and dark and, you know, then I feel like I get caught up in that and that's just not what I how I want to start my day or how I want to be inspired. I want it to be positive and bring me up. So I think that's a really great point. I think if you're having a hard time with social media, really step back and see how it can become a more positive place for you to be. If it's looking at funny dog videos, I went to a wedding and everyone was like, oh my gosh, I love Instagram because all I do is watch funny dog videos. And if that makes people 
happy and make them laugh, like that's what you should be looking at on social media. If you want to be, you know, you want to learn something, follow those people to learn different things and grow. But I think really being able to follow people that make you feel better about yourself and make you feel happy is such a great way to look at social media rather than always be looking at things that tear you down. It's really important to be able to accept that because oftentimes people don't realize that the things that they're social media is showing them has a dramatic effect on how they are living and their mental capacity. I mean, we see, like we were talking about this earlier, we see how, you know, kids nowadays have phones and it, you know, their mental, you know, capacity is only, they're so fragile and you just want to protect them. And you want to make sure that, you know, whether they're a kid or they're older, you just wish the best for them. And you're like, ah, don't watch this. Like, oh gosh, no. Like, I just, I want you to always feel good. And like, for me, like my niece, she's, I have two nieces. And when I heard her first for the first time, like she was like saying something negative about herself. Oh, it was like a, like awful, like a knot in my stomach because I remember being her age and thinking, no, like you're so young to feel that way. Do not. And I remember looking at her and being like, you are beautiful. And you need to remember that like it's so important and you just can't uh, you just want to like protect them and know that these things can like are only temporary, but you don't want them to be filled in their mind forever because it's social media is not going away. And so we've got to make sure that we're using it for the better and making sure we're lifting people up with it and not tearing them down. I love how you said that. And I really hope that this podcast makes you think about social media and maybe just a slightly different way and really look at social media and see how it can bring the positive into your life and how it can inspire you maybe every day and finding an account that lifts you up and makes you feel good about yourself and pushes you that day. And I think that's really something I've worked hard on to make sure that I'm following accounts that inspire me. Even if there are accounts that you really like looking at, but they bring you down, being able to step away from that and make sure you're following people that really make you feel happy and make you smile is so important. And Knowing that it's okay to have those hard days with social media and if you're in the content creating world, knowing that there's going to be ups and downs. That's part of any job, but being able to grow in those situations and being able to become a better version of yourself is so important. I love that. And I think I really would like to challenge people to go through your Instagram feed and make sure that you're following people or finding those accounts that maybe make you question your own confidence or your own life. And maybe muting them for a little bit, even if it's just a week, and seeing if it makes a difference. I'm not saying completely unfollow them. We definitely don't want to encourage, you know, breaking up anything that, you know, might deem valuable for yourself. But maybe taking a break is good and finding what makes you feel better at the end of the day. But this has been such a fun podcast to talk about. And I hope that we are able to really teach you and enlighten you on these topics for building up your confidence. (laughs) 